This is this is the big life. Big, big, big life. The show for people who want to live life large. I'm Ray Waters. Katie Richards is a celebrity jewelry stylist and designer whose jewelry has been showcased on red carpets, fashion runways, music videos, and on the Jewelry Television Network. Her unique designs have been worn by celebrities from India Ari and Keith Richards and Whitney Houston to women on the soap opera Guiding Light. Katie was not always a designer, though. She worked in the airline business before traumatic brain injury changed everything. I can't wait for her to share her story. Katie, welcome to The Big Life. I'm honored that you are here. Thanks, Ray. Great to see you again. Now, I've known you for, I think, four or five years, but we only see each other maybe once a year. Right. And so I have been looking forward to an opportunity for people who follow us on our podcast to be able to hear a little bit about your story. So can we just jump in? Sure. Uh, Tell me where you were born. I, I met you in Atlanta, but I'm... Picking up, maybe not an Atlanta accent. <laughs> I, I hear that all the time. Yeah. Like, you're not from around here, are yeah. you? I was born in Manhattan and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, very cool. School yes. there? I yes. went to high school there all the way through high school? And, uh, yeah, I went to um, school, and I moved south when I started working for Delta Airlines. Oh, wow. Now, what did you do at Delta? Uh, I was a college student, and I started in reservations, which was all I could do at um, a young age. Right. And um, anyway, when I first came south, it was funny, though, because I couldn't understand anyone. I'd never heard of Southern <laughs> accent. So, and I worked in reservations. I went to Dallas, Texas, and I couldn't, I had to ask people to spell things. And I'm like, could you spell that? They're like, yes, H-A-V-E, have. And I'm like, have. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> so anyway, it was, it, was in, it was interesting, but I've lived now in the south more than the north, but I still get every day. Like, where are you from? But I've been here 23 years now. That is that is amazing. So if I remember the story, you're working in the airline industry and your life, you've got a cool life. And then something tragic happens that kind of alters everything. What, what, what well, happened? I was, um, I was on my way to the airport, actually driving to, um, my aunt's, um, surprise 60th birthday, I believe it was or so, somewhere in there. And, um, I had an accident in my car, my son in the car um, near the airport on 85, um, kind of like on a curve and lost control of the car. And I had a um, concussion, which later on, I just thought it was something mild. I didn't think it was really anything bad because I, I wasn't you know, it wasn't like I was rushed off to the hospital or anything like that. And uh, found out that I had a, a TBI. Um, it was a closed head inj- inj- um, in, I can't even talk, yeah. <laughs> injury. Yeah. And um, it used to be a day where I could never, like when I first had the accident, couldn't get the words from here to here. Now, right. now I do, but sometimes I struggle. But um, yeah, so I had to learn, basically learn to like read and write again. Oh and uh, like things like I couldn't remember how to spell my name. It was really oh interesting. And I, it, it, it came... Um, as a complete shock because it, it wasn't like, you know, I was airlifted or anything like that. So um, it, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was. Now, how old were you at the time? I was 31. 31 years old, young mom. Right. Good life. And now suddenly you're struggling even to spell your name. Right. Yeah, I had a great life. I lived in the country club, um, you know, got a Cartier watch for my first son, a, a grand piano with the second, had a live-in nanny, the, the lived in, you know, beautiful big home with all, you know, 
um, beautiful appliances, furniture, yeah, all this, all yeah. these things that people love right. and you know want to get, and then all of a sudden they didn't make they didn't you know make any difference anymore. Now I remember you talking about this led you into some pretty serious depression. Oh, it did. Yeah, they told me that um, I would wouldn't even be able to flip hamburgers, which you know nothing wrong with flipping hamburgers, right. but that's what they said. Right. And I was a high achiever. I was president of my school and you know in high school and then in college I was social director of my dorm like I was always involved and in wanting to do things now when they tell you uh, you know you have two small children and you won't even ever be the same so I thought about um I you know seriously considered suicide uh, I bet. if it hadn't I bet. been for the kids I probably and, oh, and for sure. my faith I wouldn't be here sure so what happened that changed that did well, um, my um, psychologist that I was going to at the, the time um, dealing with the depression from the brain injury told me to take up a hobby. And I, um, it's a kind of a long story, but I'll shorten it. I taught myself to make jewelry. And um, my son's teacher at school at Eagles Landing Christian Academy had a jewelry show and I um, made some, I made a bracelet and it made me really happy. And she said it was great. And so I was like, okay, I think I can do this. You are kidding me. That's, I mean, it was as simple as that. You it, just began to make jewelry right. and it made you feel good. Right. And oh I, yeah. Then, and from then on in, I never thought about killing myself again. It, it gave just, me a reason to wake up every day to create things. Just lifted the depression. Uh-huh. Yeah, it did. That is amazing. Thanks. Now, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm not terribly creative, uh, especially with my hands. How do you learn how to make jewelry? I mean, do you, did you look at a book? Did you mm -hmm. just look at certain designs and say, I could do something that cool? How do no, you... I've never looked at a book. I've never had any formal. I, I just figured it out. And I was just like, okay, well, let me. Uh, well, actually, I would go to the hardware store, too. Like, I didn't want to know what anything was used for. Like, I didn't want to know if that's a nut or a bolt or a washer or whatever things. I would make things out of anything and make jewelry and make accessories and make purses and belts out of anything. I didn't want to know what they're supposed to be for because that would block right. what I wanted to do with it. Jeez. Now let me ask you this. Were you always like in fashion? Were you When you go back to high school or you go back to college, you go back to the young woman at Delta, were you always into that kind of thing? Did you always have the eye for yeah, fashion? Yeah, I always liked art and I majored in music in college. But and as far as fashion, I used to, in high school, I would have my jeans um, dry cleaned right, and stuff. Right. And then I had a calendar and I still have it in my whole senior year of, cause I, I, w I went to public school in high school and I, every day I'd write down what I wore so I would never wear the same thing twice. Okay, now that's so different, that's know, different. You know, maybe, I don't know. That's, so you had those kind of, uh, uh, that was happening in your brain and then it just worked into this amazing thing with jewelry. I think that's amazing. Thanks. So you're making jewelry. And how does, what's the next step? Did you just sell individual pieces no, along the way? No, I never sold anything, no. Um, the first time I ever sold anything was just recently. But um, what I, I was at a friend's house, and um, her son, who is now one of my best friends, um, Bob Whitfield, he'll come up again in my story. Now, let's it's tell his, people who he is, just because oh, I know, and I'm, I'm a oh, huge right. fan, so let's okay. tell everybody who so, he is. Um, Bob is, um, he was first round draft pick out of Stanford for the Atlanta Falcons. And um, he went on to retire with the NFL with the New York Giants, which is like, I like the Falcons and the Giants, right, so it works right. out. And um, his, um, you know, lately he's been coaching and different things, but his um, claim to fame is his um, ability to play football and, and 
And you, you and Bob are like best friends, right? Absolutely, yeah. So you meet, is it his son? Is that who, who you're talking Well, okay, so I met his mom through oh, his my mom. doctor. Okay, got you. And so I was at his mom's house, and um, we were we had what we call a sister gathering where women get together and, you know, talk and build each other up and network. Yeah. And uh, we had to go up and say something about ourselves, and I don't even know if I'd gotten up yet, but India Ari's mom was there. And, and this I is was, the famous R&B singer. Right, yes, right. right. And um, she, I was wearing a belt and a purse and a necklace that I made. And she said, oh, I love your accessories. Where'd you get them? And I was like, um, I made them. <laughs> you know, I thought people were telling me they were nice before because they knew why I was making them, but she didn't know me. And she said, well, I would like you to meet my daughter. She's a Grammy Award winner, um, India Ari. And I was like, wow, because I just gotten, my sister told me about her album Voyage to India, which had just come out. And anyway, so I was like, cool. So a week later, she's wearing a necklace that I made for her on stage with Sting and Stevie Wonder <laughs> in New York, which is really cool. And all I had at the time, I think, were like five different kind of beads. So it was just, it happened to be coral and jade that I had. And that was the whole necklace, coral oh and jade. Gosh. So that's like, it, it's like took off. Oh and, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I want to cry right now just because that's such a crazy story. You never sold anything at this point in time. You just were making it. Yeah, just making it for my, you know, wow. for my friends or for me. That is amazing. So, yeah. what was the next step in kind of the evolution of your? Well, everything that's happened since then is basically like pretty much fallen into my lap in a way. But I say like I've, but I followed my passion. So I never really looked around. It's almost like you know, driving and focusing, but not seeing what's you know out in the field next to you or or whatever you're just driving and you know so i just make jewelry and then i don't advertise really like actually my website isn't even up right now uh, just word of mouth so one thing always leads to the next to that there's a story that brings me to the next to the next to the next and bob's involvement has come up a lot like um, he introduced me to the vice president of Saks fifth avenue and hopefully, like, when I can pull it together, I'm going to, you know, do a, a show for them, a, a trunk show. And, um, but we, you and I have spoken before. It's not about the money part right. to me. It's just that I just love making jewelry. And so, and that's the passion that, that first triggered inside of you. It's still just as much, just as real to you today. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. do you make, do you like doing it at night? Do you like doing it daytime? Do you Mostly do at night, like when everyone's sleeping. When everybody's sleeping, you stay up and you just create. Yeah, between jewelry. one and five in the morning, I make my best pieces. Like you get to a point where you're really tired and then you like get over that hump. It's like, and then, and then you're, you're like, okay. It's like, okay, well, I didn't fall asleep. I'm just, you just get in this creative mode, I guess. So you're a true artist. The business side of things, that doesn't turn you on very much. No, it's actually a headache. It, that's the headache. <laughs> you right. enjoy creating. Right. Your jewelry is stunning. All Thank of you. it is beautiful. Thank you. Now, other celebrities have kind of been drawn to it. Who are, who are some of the other celebrities that wear, have worn some of your stuff? Oh, well, just like starting the most recent was um, Keith Richards, which is- The I, Rolling Stones. I, yeah, I met, I met um, Keith Richards recently in Vegas. And through a family member right. of his. And it's funny because we both have the same last name. Yeah, yeah. So people are like, and his daughters are so cute. They're like, this is Katie Richards. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Now, what did you make for him? Uh, I made a, um, I made a few things. I made an earring that um, was on uh, diamonds, white diamonds and black diamonds. 
and um, I think there was some sapphire in it, and a bracelet with black diamonds and sapphire, and a necklace that was um, hand-coiled, and then my friend Mark made the pendant, which he made this pendant also. He makes yeah. really cool pendants. And audio broadcast no, but it sure is beautiful i wish y'all could see Thanks. what i'm seeing it's but bilal um wore a similar pendant to this um he's a um, artist a bilal and he did the um a wonderful performance on the bet awards for the prince tribute right. and um oh, the beautiful ones yes well he didn't wear it during the performance because right. he was rolling right. on the floor and everything right. but um he wore it on the red carpet and it, and it made like the cover of vogue's online um you know editorial whatever that day so that was that was really you neat you have to feel really good when something that you created is getting such is on the front of a magazine it's pretty cool yeah i get more satisfaction like when i see a, a smile in someone's face so it doesn't have to be they, celebrity when it's somebody anybody when anyone they have a smile. right but then it is kind of cool this you know to see that it's like oh yeah and i got a, you know keith richards because he was so regular he was just like a regular person he was right. really nice um, and he like spoke to me just like um, when I met Bruce Willis, like he, they actually spoke, you know, so speak you made, to you. you made jewelry for Bruce Willis. Um, well, I met Bruce Willis backstage years ago at a Rolling Stones concert. And that's another story how I roll, <laughs> how I got backstage there. Everything just fought. Like I said, I'm like Mr. Magoo. It's like, yeah. you know, th things go good. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on behind me. But yeah, but, um, yeah so I, I met I met him. And he was really nice, and I happened to have a necklace. I didn't know I was going to meet him, and I said, you know, I have something for you. You know, yeah. I, was, I was like, I don't know what to do. And he was just so nice, and he spoke to me for like 15 minutes, and he he offered to pay me, but I was like, no, I can't do that because I you didn't come to me. I'm giving you a gift. But he said, next time we meet, I'm going to pay you something. I never met him again, but I I was accused of having an affair with him in my divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a funny story. Um, it, it, it's actually silly, but it, it's true. <laughs> Tell me some of the but, other celebrities. But I didn't have an affair yeah, with them. For, the, for the record, I, I did not. That. That's so funny. Tell yeah. me some other people that wear your wear your jewelry. Oh gosh, um, let's see. Uh, I. Well, I was asked to do the jewelry for all the presenters and the performers at the BET Awards, which included Beyonce, Alicia Keys, so Samuel L. Jackson. So they were L. all Jackson. wearing your jewelry. Well, they they have. I don't know where they've if they've worn it, but they have my jewelry. I did a one of a kind piece for every one of them. Like most people, um, will do like a gift bag and they'll just you know put things in the gift bag. I I specifically sat down for two weeks and made something for the whole list of people that they gave to me. Wow. That is amazing. I'm, I'm really proud. It's just amazing how this nice. has worked for you. Well, I'm a perfectionist, too. It's like I couldn't just put something in a package for yeah. them. I was like, no, I want it to be from me. And um, I put a note in there letting them know that I did make it specifically for them. I haven't heard from anybody yet, but, you know, but, but if they're if they ever get to hear this, I made it just for you. And I listened to the Prince music the whole time. Like when I made India Ari's jewelry that she won her Grammy wearing right. her last Grammy, I listened to her music the whole time. And like, uh, uh, someone had asked me to make jewelry for someone whose son who just recently passed away. He was in his twenties from asthma. And I usually like to have a picture or something. I had the, his obituary and I cried the whole time I made the jewelry and I made his mom jewelry with his birthstone in it. This, you know, it's, this comes it's from a, a deep place when you create, it's a deep. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And you use everything you use, you use all different kind of anything and everything. I have so much stuff. It's, it's ridiculous. My whole life savings is in 
you know, all my findings and stones and beads and everything. My goodness. My goodness. You, to me, are an example of big life because I know that you have a passion and I know that's what gets you up in the morning and it's not money and it's not celebrity. It's mm-hmm. not, you really love creating beautiful things. Well, I like creating beautiful things and I like having beautiful things. Mm-hmm. It's not like the labels or anything like that. It's just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm attracted to like quality, beautiful things. Yes. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It's like, I have to keep going so I can have and create these beautiful things because it costs money to make these right. as well. And, um, you know, so, but it, it puts fire under you, I guess it just keeps you going. Well, now how does somebody, if someone wanted to find your, now you said the website is down, if somebody I, yeah, wants to find down. you so they can give you money for these beautiful pieces of jewelry, what do they do? How do they do it? Oh, they just, um, the, the, here's the other thing too. Like, I, you know, I, I, it's, uh, how can I say, because it's, it's like my passion. I have a hard time taking money from like from somebody. I have a really good friend exactly like that. He, right. he loves creating. Right. And then it, but it's not about money. He just likes creating. Right. It's like you almost wish you had somebody who just come beside you and say, let me handle this business. Well, exactly. That's where I was going to say next. So I have a couple of people that have stepped in to do that for me because I, I, I'd be out of business in a, in a hurry, you know, and I'm not independently, you know, wealthy where I can just, you know, I've been able to, to hold my own, but I, I, my kids, uh, this is probably a terrible thing to say, but this is what they said. They'll go like your, your jewelry things are like your crack, even right. though I've never done crack, but no, I'm just saying, but it's like an addiction almost. I understand. It, it's a passion, but it's an addiction too. Yeah. And so having that, having that other person beside you that can make, because your jewelry is beautiful. And nice. if someone with a business mind wore that hat and let you wear the creative hat, that That's what be, I would love to do. That's why I'm like, I, I would, I just want to make jewelry. I don't want to handle any of the I money part. I understand what you're saying. Right. That is amazing. That is Thank amazing. you. I'm so honored that you, I know you're, you crisscross the country. You're on the road all the time. I am so honored you would sit down with me for a few minutes. Oh, I'm so glad to, that we have an excuse to, to catch know, up because I, I haven't seen you in a I long know, time. I I've missed you. And Jane. Jane uh, is yeah, doing great wonderful. and she wears, uh, you made the most beautiful jewelry for her, and she is so proud when she wears oh, it. Oh, thank you! And uh, people compliment her everywhere. That's why I wish people listening to this show. I wish you could, I wish you could meet Katie. I wish you could find this jewelry. I wish you could buy it because it is gorgeous. Well, I have an Instagram page. That's pretty much how I've just. Well, how put do it they out find there. you on Instagram? It's um Katie Richards Jewelry, and it's K A T Y. Katie Richards with a Y. Okay. Richards Jewelry, and um, that's my Instagram page. I hope everybody will go and become a big fan of Katie. She is a delightful person. Hey, do you mind if I ask you just a few closing questions that uh, I ask most of our guests? Okay. Just, just, I'm just trying to see first take on it. You know, my brand is called the big life. Right. And so I'm just curious when you think of big living or the big life, what does that mean to you? What does that make you think of? Um, well, like to me, I would, I would like to, even though I said, I didn't talk about money, but money buys some things that you can, that you can have a big life, but I'd like to have enough money where I can basically, um, buy my own Island 
and have a nice boat. So and, it's, you have big like, dreams still like that? Sure, but most of it is like to get away. Right, right. <laughs> you I know, get it. So big life to you would be being able to rest. Having enough money to, to have peace and, and get and get away. Yeah, oh, I understand. I understand. That's good. Is That's that, good. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, I get it. If Big life means a lot of different things to different people. I always think of big life with you too in the passion that you have because so many people never find that or they ignore their passion because they have a grind of a job or whatever it is and they yeah. never find that place that you that's sad that's very sad that's but, very sad. so i tell people like you know find something that makes you happy and even if you can't do it full time if you can do it full time you'll usually be really successful at yeah, it yeah unless you're like you know like a complete artist and you're not doing it for the money then keep your keep oh, your yeah. regular job and do yeah. your art on the side oh, that's good good thought <laughs> another question do you have a favorite quote anything that kind of jumps out to you one's my own quote no way i'm a happy person it's like you don't have to make me happy just don't make me miserable right. so i've like learned to like section out the people that make me miserable where before i was like the I'd want to fix everyone. Right. I was a fixer. Right. So I've gotten older to the point where I, I, you know, I can't do that. Let me ask you another question. Um, gratitude. What are you most grateful for right now, this stage of life? For anything? Oh, jump I out mean, to you? Uh, my children, my parents. So you still have your, your parents and right. your children. That's wonderful. Yeah. So I mean, I, that's wonderful. Yeah. Let me ask you something else. If you could go back to the twenty-year-old Katie, and you could whisper in her ear some advice. What would you say to that girl? Don't ignore red flags. Right. That's good. So, That's yeah. good. Because we do, and it's usually to our peril. It's It doesn't work out. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly right. One more question I want to ask you. One day, uh, people will gather to celebrate your life. You'll have left this world. And uh, hopefully it's 30, 50, 40, 60 years from now, whatever. But what do you hope they say about Katie? What do you want to leave for them to say? I mean, I would like to inspire people and, and, and give people hope so like if someone's having a you know a hard time or they they're you know in a wheelchair or, or they're in despair you know to, to let them know that there there's there's always hope i think those are wonderful things i think that'll be said of you i really believe it because nice. you're a good good soul thank you i and try you are i'm not you. perfect but i try katie thank you so much for talking with thanks, us thanks ray appreciate it thank you You've been listening to The Big Life. If you like what you've heard, do us a favor and rate us on iTunes. It really, really helps us. You can get more information about this and other episodes of The Big Life at raywaters.com. Or you can join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bigliferay. Or follow us on Twitter at Ray D. Waters. I hope you'll join us again next week. The executive producer of The Big Life is Neil Campbell. And I'm Ray Waters. Ray Waters.